I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Happy to be here tonight, and I'm glad that we're getting into your homes. Thank you for allowing us to be guests in your homes tonight. A number of radio stations across the country that put Ground Zero on the air, and we're grateful to the program directors who do so. You should call them and thank them. Many times program directors get complaints, but when was the last time you called a program director and thanked him for listening? Or putting a show on the air that you really love and you really enjoy. And a lot of people do that. Also, if uh, you are not getting ground zero or there's a preemption because of a sports thing or some other political thing, all you got to do is just go to aftermath.fm. Just type it into your computer, aftermath.fm. And there we have an affiliate on the internet that plays the show between 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. Pacific time. The time the show airs. I mean, otherwise you're getting it at a later time or... Or, you know, just count ahead with the, you know, the time differences. But, yeah, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., Monday through Friday in Aftermath.fm. Also, if you tune in to TalkStream Live, they provide also links to many of the radio stations that we air, AM and FM, all across the country. And it puts us in a very good position as we are currently the number one paranormal show on the radio and probably the number three, number four most listened to show there with the 28 million streams that are provided at TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStreamLive.com. So tonight's show is going to be about reverse speech, but David's not going to come on for another hour or so. So I want to talk to you about what David does. Um, you know, David has been a friend of the show since 1995. And I remember when reverse speech first came along, I was blown away by it because what it did is it would literally, you would be able to hear, according to David, the innermost thoughts of a person when you play their words in reverse. There's a lot of gibberish, of course, but then something comes through and you're going, wow, what is that? And he says, that's what the unconscious mind produces in reverse. And I thought, that's kind of bizarre. I don't know if I believe that. Then I got to reading about how the mind, uh, basically the eyes, for example, when you look at something, it projects in the back of your mind upside down and then it takes your brain to take the inverted uh, image and put it right side up again. So I was thinking, why is it that you see everything inverted and the brain has to kind of turn it right side up again? doesn't make any sense, does it? Same with speech. I mean, what if audio, you know, we speak forward and we know what forward speech sounds like, but we, in reverse or in some reverse fashion, uh, we somehow oscillate or we, uh, we create words and phrases based on emotion coming from the unconscious mind. And so, if anything, it's fun to hear what, politicians and other people are literally saying uh in their own mind or their own unconscious mind and and it, and it and i think it weeds out the liars in a lot of ways i mean individuals who fall for a liar once will typically fall for that liar again and again and again without limit because they are for whatever reason prejudiced to trust him and in this world today that we live in good liars exist because they are paid to push agendas and it's obvious that this has been happening with the media they continue to report lies. They omit certain facts that would actually have a major impact on the public's view of the nation. See, when journalists who work for what has been called derisively the mainstream media, when they make mistakes, they are required to publish a timely, 
straightforward correction. It's essential to part of our culture. It's important. I know if I screw up, whether I write something or I say something or whatever, I'll have people who will kindly correct me, and that's awesome. But then I'll have a mountain of people that will immediately send me emails saying, you're fake news, you're fake news. It's, it's because they want to they prove to themselves somehow, they want to prove to themselves that I'm, I'm, I'm basically giving them something that's not true. There are people out there that want to see me fail because they want, they want me to report something that's wrong so they can say, this guy's a phony, he's a fake, or whatever. Rather than showing me where I've been wrong, I don't mind if somebody actually says, this is where I'm wrong, and I'll show you why. I don't mind that. But it, it just seems to be the attitude. You're fake news. You're this. I just hate the term fake news because it's not fake news. It's, it's wrong. It's just wrong news. And, and so if you can find out or show somebody where they're wrong, it, it helps them understand and grow. See, the mainstream media now is in the business of half truth telling and lying because of political reasons. It's embarrassing. Uh, I mean, it's an embarrassing fact that we have to have a left-leaning news media and a right-leaning news media rather than a media that reports objectively. And then we have a far-right-leaning news media and a more far-left, and then we have... It's, it's just a mess. I mean, I'm old school, okay? This is the thing. I'm an old-school radio journalist type of guy who decided to make the news entertaining, basically peppering it with some spicy paranormal stories who were always part of the old news reports. Remember... Edward R. Murrow used to do stuff on UFOs and Walter Cronkite would and Larry King would interview people who've had experiences and stuff. Today, this type of reporting rarely exists. I often wanted to be like Murrow or I wanted to be like Orson Welles as old radio was the the apex of theater of the mind. The brilliance of radio was that you could be in your room and the radio would take you to places you'd never been before, painting the picture with your mind's eye. That's the kind of radio I like. That's why I do what I do. People say, why does he play those weird things and everything? It's because I believe in theater of the mind. And I do it in my broadcasting. Broadcasting that you would hear and then the mind would see it. Turn it right back side up again, the whole thing. You know, back then, if newspapers or broadcast networks reported something, back when I was first doing news and radio and everything, if they were reporting a crime or a natural disaster or a verdict in an election result or whatever, society accepted that it had actually happened, okay, because the news was the word. What do they call it? The paper of record? The New York Times, the paper of record. News and reporters took their jobs seriously, and they let the public decide how to think about the issues. Any editorializing was relegated to special programming like Meet the Press or McNeil Lehrer or, you know, Huntley Brinkley, you know, that... That was the stuff when I was a kid that if you were wanting to hear the editorials, there were special programs set aside for editorializing. They weren't on the same station as the news. See, at CNN and at MSNBC and Fox, you get people that appear to be newscasters, but really they do editorials. They're not news people. They're not giving you the news. They're giving you opinion. You're getting opinion on the news. And so people tend to, I mean, they, they can't differentiate between what's news and what's opinion. And many have opinions that they just confuse with, you know, the facts. And, and so add a bit of lying to the mix, add a bit of lying to make a narrative flow better. And the people believe it's just as, you know, just as long as it fits their political beliefs. And back then, we were warned that if we were to compromise our journalistic integrity, that we'd wind up where the state would be controlling the media. It'd be state media where the lies would be broadcast on the news 
And then, of course, they would come directly from the deep state or the Pentagon. And they kind of are now because you've got many of these ex-CIA guys like Anderson Cooper and John Brennan and all these other people. They're on the news right now. They're reporting the news. So, they, they, you know, they know how to take orders from the, from the brass up top. They know how to make the lies work. All this comes straight from the, total, from the totalitarian handbook, actually. The promotion of disinformation to break down democratic rule was written about by George Orwell or political theorist Hannah Arendt. She did the origins of totalitarianism in 1951. And it worked on the right and it's worked on the left. Nazi Germany and the Soviet Union worked both right and left to bring division, right? So if you haven't read Hannah Arendt's The Origins of Totalitarianism, you should read it. The problem is, is what starts as trivial white lies become bigger ones to push a strategic hijacking of the culture. And from there, you can control anything. It's basically crowd management from there. The concept is very simple. Repeat fantastic lies till a mass of citizens throw up their hands and say, with so much fake news, I don't know who to believe. Why should I believe you? I don't know who to believe anymore. This is dangerous because people start to paint everything with a wide brush. And it's always a wide brush of mistrust about everything and everyone. I mean, how would you react to vitriolic public movement that basically was aimed at at convincing people around you that every doctor that doesn't agree with COVID-19 and the COVID-19 narrative is a quack. Every lawyer is a shyster. Every cop is a brutal sadist. Every Hollywood actor and politician is a predator. Every sports game is thrown and every business executive is a greedy crook. How would you react when someone finds out you're a conservative and immediately you become a pariah? You think it's because you're a bigot, a racist, a fascist? No, it's because the media lies and tells you that this is true. We're not all bigots. We're not all racist. We're not all Nazis. We're not all MAGA. We're not all uh, liberal freaks. We are people. We are Americans, and we love each other. We want to love each other, but there's too damn many people that are extreme that are getting getting their hands on publishing and and, and microphones and, and people who are nothing more than paid actors and models that are giving you the news and giving you their opinions. I mean, if you were giving your life to the honest pursuit of anything, you'd take it personally if people said bad things about you, turn you into a punching bag, called you a liar, said you were pushing fake news, right? I mean, the media's done so well in exploiting division and thought crime that people can't keep up on who to hate, who to love, who to boycott, who to cancel. 503 it's 503 I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.